Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 143 of NASCAR Radio. We're training cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSAN, White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you doing? I'm feeling like an all-star. You should. You should. <laughs> well, we got a great show for everybody today. We're going to do a racing recap from last week's races. We're going to talk a little more about the Tops F1 Miami Grand Prix giveaway. We're going to kind of memory lane, pick five cards, Logan and myself, and then talk about a few of those. And then uh, I guess we'll sprinkle in all kinds of stuff between there and there. And then we'll finish up with King's Court. So Sounds like a plan. Um, yeah, best laid plans. Okay, here we go. Thank our sponsor, Panini America, of course. And also welcome new subscriber Hershey88. I like his candy bars. They're very tasty. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, our shout outs to Kyle Katz, used to be fast, Tim Mozzie, Skid Marks, I didn't buy these, and Beans Ball Car Blog for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. We appreciate that. Appreciate everybody watching in. The, mm -hmm. Watch the show, listening to the show on podcast. So we see you guys on the podcast as well. Thank you. Yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. I don't think, I think that's all the housekeeping right there. So let's just jump into it. We had the Xfinity. Sorry, Xfinity, right? I was thinking Xfinity. I'm looking at Craftsman. <laughs> the Craftsman Truck Series race number nine. That was the Buckle Up South Carolina 200. And that was Friday, May 12th. At Darlington Speedway, Christian Eckes was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Raja Karuth. Yeah, Raja did good. He was coming on there at the end, but uh, just didn't have enough time. Yeah, I, th I was watching. I was watching if he was getting tires, and no, that was Corey Heim and and Deegan. I guess had gotten tires and working their way up. That's what it was. They had some more time. You don't. You never know. Highest finishing rookie, uh, Raja Karuth. That was good. He doesn't have any cards, so. Not yet, anyway. Hoping Donruss. I'm hoping so as well. But Christian Eckes, uh, I think we've talked about him before. 2020 Panini Chronicles in as Ascension and Ascension Autographs. Spectra Panini Prism has a base card there with all of the parallels. Also, Panini Prism 2020 Signing Sessions autograph there as well as the parallels. And then also included in the 2020 Panini National Treasures, their social signatures and treasure debut. Yeah, I see Spectra right there. In the back, yep. Uh, I think that's the Emerald version there with the version. And then Raja Kruth, as I said, he doesn't have any cards yet. So maybe uh, keep, keep our fingers crossed for 2023 Donruss. So which should be, I guess, hitting another 15, 20 days if we don't. Get pushed back anymore. Yeah, let's hope not. I mean, that's, that's already late enough. Yep. Next race, race number 10. That's going to be the Tyson 250 at North Wilkesboro Speedway. That's going to be Saturday, May 20th at 1.30 p.m. Yeah, it's going to be a packed house there, I bet, for that race. Yeah, they've been already talking about the traffic, working on the traffic to and from the tracks. And everybody packed their patience. Don't park on the – there's a, a main – highway that runs right past there people like to park on the shoulders so 
Nice. They will be towing, they said. So yeah, they're uh, they're gearing up. They have an elite model race going on today. We're recording Wednesday. Yeah. Um, t- going back to the truck race real quick, you saw where Haley Deegan finished. She finished 20th. At least she finished. And what did you think about Mario Andretti being in the booth? That was pretty cool. It's always awesome for him to be anywhere in racing. I think he's one of the right up there with AJ Foyt. They are treasures to the racing community. Just, you know, what a great story. Immigrant and then getting his uh, citizenship in the U.S. and just in IndyCar and F1 and just at NASCAR. It just seemed like, you know, the guy could drive whatever he got in yeah. and win. Yeah, I think he's one of the greatest versatile drivers ever. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. So I, I'm, I always love hearing him talk on his passion for racing. You know, it just kind of oozes when whenever he talks. So, mm-hmm. so like I said, it's always nice to uh, to see that. So, and then Rev Racing had a nice little promo there. They were giving those cards away at the track. Yeah, for those of you who didn't see them, uh, you can go back and look at Rev Racing on tw- on Twitter, and they gave away a Mario Andretti Nick Sanchez dual card. It's you know both of them on one card. Uh, that they handed out, they said at the media center. I don't know if they handed them out anywhere else, but I noticed on the back of those cards, I think they're limited to 5,000. Okay. So, so that's pretty cool. They also, I don't know if you talked about this yet or not anywhere on social media, Val, but they did uh, release an address that if you send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Rev Racing, uh, they will send you a card, one of those cards. And it's a regular size three and a half by two and a half trading card. So it's a promo card. It's I think it'd be gr- great to have. I've already sent mine in. I sent mine in Saturday. As soon as I saw them post the address, I was like, I went right to the post office, man. I, I put, put it in there. Yeah, I didn't get didn't get it out Saturday. My daughter had golf, so we were uh, busy Saturday and Sunday. But I guess to your point, if you follow NASCAR Radio on Twitter, when I saw that. I t- tweeted out to Rev Race and, uh, you know, wh- where can we get some of these? So they responded back, just send a self-addressed am- stamped envelope to the Rev Racing with your request. So we'll see um, how long that takes to get back or if we get one. So, but if you look, you follow the, you should be following NASCAR Radio on Twitter anyway to, to get to stuff like that. Yeah. So I also retweeted out, I think, at, not, to, not to talk about it here, but the, I forget exactly what they call it, but basically it's the indie sports racing memorabilia show for Logan that we went, you know, that's supposed to be like one of the longest running. And so there were some autograph guests there. And so I retweeted that out. So whenever I see some of those autograph situations, I'll retweet them as well. So, cause I think when we went, Joe Leonard was there. He was. And um, let's see who else. Andy Grantelli was supposed to be there, but he didn't show up. <laughs> That's how we, we were disappointed about that. Oh uh, yeah, that 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 really that hurt. hurts. Yeah, that hurt, and uh, that's a story for another day, though. It is. <laughs> All right, get, moving on. Here we already Xfinity series. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sorry, everybody. Uh, next race. Oh, next race. We're talking about Xfinity race. That was race number eleven, and that was the Shriners Children's Two Hundred. That was Saturday, May thirteenth, at Darlington Raceway. Kyle Larson was our winner. Highest finish rookie was Sammy Smith. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty good race. Um, yeah, I wasn't thrilled that a Cup guy won it. I, I'm always pushing, pushing, and pulling for the uh, 
Xfinity guys to win those races so they can get in the playoffs because that was a playoff spot that got taken away from somebody. But John Hunter and Emerjack, yeah, he, they went in there and it was kind of weird. Larson slammed into the wall, bounced off the wall, hit Nemechek, and Nemechek turned around and I don't want to say he came across the finish line backwards or whatever, but he uh, his car <laughs> kind of slid across the finish line there. I don't know if he came in third. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it was third, something like that. I don't remember exactly. He didn't finish uh, second. Fifth. He was yeah, third. fifth. Allgaier okay. was second, Cole Custer, Austin Hill, and then John Hunter Nemechek. So, yeah, he was, you know, going for the win with Kyle Larson and uh, Kyle Larson wanted a little bit more. Yeah, Kyle Larson's starting to get a little bit, I don't know what you want to call it. A little Chastain. Chastain-y. <laughs> Which, you know, it, the roles got reversed <laughs> the next day, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Right. Okay. Uh, I know I got slides for Kyle Larson. Here we go. A lot of stuff here. His rookie cards, 2013. Um, If you followed the show, I guess well, it was last year, year before when he won all those. We talked about his car. So 2013 press pass fanfare. It's the one on the left as base card there with the parallels, only a handful of parallels back then with press pass. And then there are autographs and then magnificent materials. And then also in 2013 press pass total memorabilia card number 47, only three other parallels for that. And then rising stars autographs. Only four versions of that. That's an extra thick card there. Yeah, it's got that cut autograph in there, which is what I really like about that issue. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's like half the thickness, and then they put that autograph in that window, and then you know other thickness for the other half. So, but yeah. 2013 stuff is dried up, man. You can't find this stuff anywhere. Yeah, when he was on his tear, everything kind of got swallowed quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then our highest finishing rookie, Sammy Smith, who we've talked about, I want to say just the other week, because you like his autograph. Double S. Well, he's got the Lulu there, but I think he's he's gone to double S now. Yeah, this is a rookie auto, so. Yeah, he didn't know any better. <laughs> Yo, all, all the way in the in the first part of 2022, Dunruss, there's yeah. the, the card number 39, the rated rookie, and the parallels printing plates there's the signature series there's also 2022 panini chronicles with clear vision clearly don russ obsidian spectra stars and stripes xr and then also 2022 panini prism card number four and all the parallels in prism and then also prism sensational signatures and then last but not least, the 2022 Panini National Treasures, the Rising Stars, and then also Rookie Patch Autos as well. So, Yeah, he's having a great year. Yeah, they're talking about him. Of course, we always like uh, that Dunruss rated rookie with uh, that guy in the background. Yeah. Yeah, who's that guy? <laughs> Somebody tells who that guy is. Yeah, I'll put it back up. Yeah, I don't know. Is that yeah, Daniel Dyer or is that uh, Drew Dollar or something? It's somebody. It's it's somebody who's a double D. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. I didn't even think about that, man. All right, thank you. All right, uh, let's keep it moving. Next race, race number thirteen. That's the Osco Uniforms three hundred. 
And that's going to be Charlotte Motor Speedway Saturday, May 27th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Moving over to the Cup Series. That was race number 13. And that was the Goodyear 400. And that was Sunday, May 14th at Darlington Raceway. William Byron was our winner. Highest fishing rookie was Ty Freaking Gibbs at position 16. Yeah, Ty Freaking Gibbs is running away with Rookie of the Year. Yes, he is. Unless Noel Gregson sneaks in a win and trumps everything. Unless that haircut can uh, be judged as well. <laughs> it's it's kind of arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know, for some reason, putting his head out the window with all the wind blowing in his hair. So anyway, all right, I digress. William Byron, 2016 Panini Certified Base Card in Panini Certified, card number 86 with the Mirror Parallels. Certified Potential Signatures. That's his only base card in 2016. He's also included in the 2016 Panini Prism. Drive of signatures there. And then also Panini Torque. Driver Scripts. There's about five versions of that. And that's it for William Byron. Yeah, at least he's got a, a legible, semi-legible, decent signature. I'll give him that. I mean, I, I've, I've become real critical of some of these these autographs that we're seeing. Well, compared to the new guys, he has a great he has a great autograph. Oh yeah, that's like when I was at the we were at the national last year, and Brody the kid was you know he had his cards he was signing, and I had my some of my cards and I signed it. And I signed mine, you know, with Logan Ward, you know, all written out. He looked at it, he goes. This is really a good signature. I'm thinking this. My signature is really crappy, but to him, in his generation, that's a great signature. <laughs> You're a Richard Petty autograph. Yeah. Uh, Ty Gibbs, 2020. I guess it's kind of what you need to know. And Chronicles. He has all base cards in Chronicles with Crusade, Crusade autographs, Phoenix, Phoenix autographs, Score, Score autographs, and Spectra. And then in 2020, Panini Prism, scripted signatures, only autographs in Prism. It'd be awesome if he had a base card there, but he doesn't. And the parallels of those scripted signatures, there's an unnumbered version, and then everything is 99 or less in 2020 Panini Prism. Yeah, he's got the scribble, scribble action going on, too. And it's almost like, um, what's the game where you, you match two together there? Try to find two of the signatures the same. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like uh, it's like on PBS on one of those children's shows. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, or ma the match <laughs> game or something. <laughs> You're not going to match. <laughs> yeah, no, no matches with those autographs. So, yeah, I mean the two on the left, they're both Panini Prism. Technically, probably in the same should have been probably in the same few days or whatever. But yeah. Chronicle Chronicles to the right is a whole different release. So. Anyway, no, yeah, will. Okay, next race. Do you have anything else? Sorry. No, um, oh, I do have one thing. Um, the magical unicorn showed up in the booth at the race. Yes, it was the first time he's been back to the track since he retired from NASCAR after you know getting hosed out of the championship. But that's a whole okay. other story for another yeah. day. Well, he, but, he is alive and well, kind of a proof of life that he's, you know, when you get a hostage situation, uh, proof of life, he's, he's around. I don't know if he signed at all at those sessions. He's one of the ones that I need for my 2015 press pass complete sign set. So 
You should have gone. But you well, couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I yeah. As much as I want to get Carl's autograph, I needed to be the, uh, there for my daughter. So. Well, he said he kind of he kind of got the fever back a little bit now. He's now that he's got a taste of you know everybody was glad to see him. They're all loving on him and everything. He's kind of. He's kind of thinking maybe I ought to do something because he's, I think he like has gone on all kinds of adventures. And I think he actually literally, I don't, I don't, know, don't know that he sailed or if he uh, took a boat himself across the ocean. I think he went across the Atlantic maybe, but he talked about that. Uh, he's doing all kinds of things with his family. He said he's enjoying life, but I think he misses racing and NASCAR in particular. I think, you know, maybe if they have young kids, you know, you're there with the kids when they grow up. And then, as you know, the, as they get older, the more independent. And then it's kind of like on their timetable when they want to be around you. So, yeah. And I could definitely see him getting back. And I, and when you were mentioned that, I remember his speech when he retired and said he would, you know, maybe do consulting or some other stuff if, if the opportunity was right or if there was an, I guess if somebody came calling, so, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for him to come back to racing, not to race, but you know, there's all kinds of positions and he, he could be a big help to a lot of stuff. So a lot of any, any organization. So he could be, I mean, and you know, with his commentating in the booth, he didn't miss a beat. I mean, he was, it was just like he called a race last week and this is, you know, he just come, came back the next week. He's calling another race. He was, he was spot on. Um, uh, you know, he was just, he did a great job. I was, I was so impressed with him and, and I really love him. He's a great guy. You know, we've seen him at the hall of fame. He's always real nice to the fans and he's not like some other drivers we know, like his initials are Tony Stewart, but anyway, um, <laughs> well, he, and he's very knowledgeable. I remember him being at yeah. the hall of fame and I had him sign some of his rookie cards and he knew they were his rookie cards. So I was like, Whoa, you know, a plus for that. <laughs> Oh, Carl. Yeah. So let's keep on moving to Formula One. They are not racing. And we got an alert today that they should be racing uh, in Italy, but that has been postponed or moved or canceled. I think it's been canceled completely because okay. the schedule is so tight that they're not going to be able to get back there. So they don't want to take their, uh, well, yeah, I don't know what else is going on track, but I know they like take a month off or the summer but anyway so that has been nixed from the schedule yeah the reason is is they've had torrential rain in that area and the rivers are overflowing their banks as a, as a matter of fact if you go out and look on social media there's drone footage of the track and in the low spots uh there's flooding at the track itself and there are there's actually some formula one haulers you know the actual formula one haulers that are like kind of slightly underwater so it's not it's not very good for them. So I'm sure as soon as things dry out, they're going to be getting out of there. But yeah, that's the reason why the race has been canceled, unfortunately. So that's a new one. Yeah, that's a that's an it is a new one. And uh, thoughts and prayers to the the people over there going through that. Uh, floods are horrible. Um, and we've had them here, and it's just not a good thing. And so our thoughts and prayers to all those people. So moving on to the IndyCar series, we had the 2023 GMR Grand Prix. That was May 13th, Saturday. 
at the Indian Indianapolis Grand Prix circuit. Alex Plow was our winner, led 54 laps. Yeah, he was pretty dominant there. He uh, he did a great job, and you know it was weird to me seeing the cars go by. I know they were on the Indy Road Course, but it was weird seeing them go the other way, especially when they were on the front straight going the other way. I bet. Yeah. So this was really interesting. Uh, his rookie cards. So I pulled them up in trading card database. We're going to love this. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the 2023 Chip Canassi racing cards. So I pulled, there was this one image here. The trading card database shows card 4, 18, 19, and 20, and then card 33 as an autograph print run of 100. Now, if you watched the show or listened to the show a few weeks ago, we mentioned that Chip Canassi has these packs. I'm gonna say they're selling them for a donation or they're giving them away with a donation to American Legion. That promotion's still going on till the end of May. Those packs do not ship until the end of the promotion, which is the end of May. So if you purchase them or, or with a donation and expect those to ship, they will not ship yet. But I think they've had they've gotten or sold over eight hundred packs. So I don't know if maybe they had a print run of a thousand packs or what. There's a lot of, I think, first cards for folks. I think it's going to be pretty cool. But so this is an example here for Alex below with the cards. I don't know if I'm making any sense what I'm talking about, but. Yeah, they, he looks like he's got five different cards. And one of them is an auto and there's a hundred car, a hundred autos. So that'd be sweet to pull one of those. Yes. Really cool. And as you can see, there's no images yet. On the trading card database, you can add card images front and backs. I don't think they're numbered, so I don't know how they numbered these. I'll have to do a little more looking. Again, I've not got my hands on any yet, but it's definitely on my want list. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's very cool. I can't wait to get mine. Yeah, that, I mean, the cards look great. A lot of color. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then the next race, some little tiny race, this GMR Grand Prix, uh, May 28th at 11 a.m. Eastern, the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500. Yeah, kind of wish I was going to be there. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. But remember the, the time you and I went, it was like in the 60s, 70s the day before, and then they were forecasting it was going to be in like the mid-90s the next day. We're like, it was, and we, we were in the sun for a little bit with our seats, and we were burning up. <laughs> that was a good time. It was. It was fun. We had a great time. It was a great trip. Uh, I think that's it for the race re recap. So let's uh, we'll finish that there. Uh, next segment, the, just a short segment here for we mentioned it last week that Toss was given away packs at the Miami Grand Prix. If you went to their booth, there are five card packs. You can see there's a photo here I kind of lifted from eBay on the left. There's a stack of packs there. There's 10 cards in the set. Uh, I think Logan had mentioned that it's going to be a 30 card set with 10 cards from Miami, 10 from Circuit of the Americas, and then 10 from Vegas. If I have my tracks right yes it'd be those three tracks so it'd be 10 each time they're doing 
they did seven drivers on this one and three team principals. So they could they they'll probably do like seven drivers, seven drivers, six drivers, and then you know also they'll also get all ten team principals in there too. So uh, pretty cool how they did that. That's that's pretty SMRT if you ask me. It's a nice little chase. I wish uh, Panini would do something like that. Uh, we we've seen something like this back in 1989. Of course, I wasn't collecting then or was wasn't collecting NASCAR, but the 1989 Winter Circle, five cards from nine different tracks for 45 total cards. Yep. And Talking about like the ultimate one. Yeah, those, those are those are still pretty rare cards, and you know the you know those are the black border cards. But yeah, anyway, going back to this set, I think it's I think it's a really nice set. I think I, I saw I saw some people in some of the pictures. Somebody had like a um, a memorabilia card, but I got a feeling they may have pulled that out of one of the boxes that they were doing the box breaks of and not, I don't think, I don't think memorabilia cars are in this set. So I just, I just wanted to say that, just, you know, I saw that picture and I thought, Hmm, are they, do they have memorabilia cars? But I don't think they do. I think that was probably for one of those box breaks. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. But the prices of these are, are coming down. I mean, I saw, I saw one set that sold for $66 on eBay of to 10 cards. So, you know, that's what $6 and 60 cents a card or whatever. So that's, I guess in the grand scheme of things, you know, how formula one's been, it's not too bad. And I'm sure Lewis Hamilton will be coming out. Maybe, I don't know if he's going to be in Las Vegas or if he'll be in circuit of Americas, but he'll be coming out in one of those releases. Right. I'm sorry. I was looking at the, the checkles here. I like the design of these cards. You know, it's got the, Star, it has the stars. It doesn't have any of the stripes. Maybe, maybe the other issues may have stripes. We don't know yet. We haven't seen them. So that would be cool if they did that. Since these are U.S. races. Ooh, that's really bright. It's so shiny. Yeah, I do like that. But I'd be curious to see if it's in the same design across all thirty. I would think so, but you never know until it's until it's there. You're right. You summed up in one word. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, and we talked about last week that, you know, they're holding some stars back for the other, the other releases, right? So Max Verstappen and Charles, Charles Leclerc are here in this set, along with Logan Sargent, George Russell, Fernando Alonso. I would imagine that, you know, Lewis Hamilton will be in one, probably Sergio Perez in the third one, separated kind of as, as the chase. And then I don't know where you're sprinkling some of the, the lower level teams, I guess, throughout. And then also there's principles in there, right? I think you said. Right? Yeah, there's three of them. You've got so, uh, Gunter Steiner. You've got Franz French Toast and Alessandro Bravi, I believe, is who that is. Yeah, so everybody's going to be looking for Toto and... The guy from Red Bull, the name's escaping me right now. Oh, the team principal for uh, Red Bull. For Red Bull, and then you've got yeah, you got you just you mentioned Toto. Mm-hmm. It'll be a but, good little set. Yeah, I've seen packs going for about thirty dollars. Again, it's got five cards a pack, and sets were they originally were like a hundred seventy-five, and they've come down to mid 60s i would expect these probably to come down some more i don't think they were super short printed 
you know, going by. That's why I was kind of showing this pack, this picture here. I don't think they advertise much, but I, if I'm if I find out tops, whatever, probably a few people got lots of packs. I'm sure somebody stocked up and saved. I would, I would if I was there. <laughs> I, I would be stocking up and saving. Yeah, it'd be like fill my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what are they going to do? Probably either going to throw them away or just get give them away anyway. I know at the NASCAR tracks, you know, you have the volunteers there. And they're giving out whatever it is, like snacks or something. It's like the sooner they give all the snacks away, they're done for the day, right? Exactly. So it's like, all right, I can give you one or I can give everybody 10. Well, I, you know, I remember going to Talladega one year and they had the, the I think it was 1992 or three Maxwell House cards. And they had a ton of them and they were just giving them away like, you know, like, like water. They were just giving them away. And I got a ton of sets. I've got them. They're they're stacked up in the closet over here still. I've got I got so many of those sets that day and took them back to my car. You know, it was crazy. I think Jeffy Pooh was in there in that set. I think if I remember correctly. We need to do a, the Maxwell House set. That's actually a nice set. Yeah, it is. It's good to the last drop. It is. Also, probably need to do that with the Winston that chromium blue set. I love that color. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, I digress. So that was basically what we wanted to show, a little more of the photos of the Tops F1 Miami giveaway. So you can set those eBay searches up and snag those when uh, they come down. But you, you know what was weird about that? You know, at first, I didn't think they were giving, giving away any cards whatsoever. In fact... Last week when we were getting ready to talk about it, I just I, it, until I actually went out there and did a search, I didn't know that they had actually given any cards away. So I just didn't see a lot of people posting about them or anything. It was really weird. Yeah, I think that's kind of why it caught us by surprise last week when we had our show, because I thought for sure they'd have a giveaway. And I thought for sure they would at least somewhat talk about it. And everything when I went and looked at the Twitter account, they were talking about come by to the booth for to get in a box break right so they were showing the f1 sapphire mini boxes that they were you know going to give away breaks in but no mention of hey we have these giveaway packs you know clear cello packs with cards that we're giving away like we did last year mm -hmm. i mean so i think their social account dropped the ball big time i think they did because it, the word just didn't get out i just and I, and I didn't think about it going to look either. I, you know, I, I'm like you. I just made the assumption that they were going to have them. And well, well, I did look, and I did kind of poke around, but it was it was sparse to none. I'll have to go back and look at the count and see if they actually posted about those cards. Maybe right. it was on Facebook or whatever, but you would think it would put it on Instagram, Twitter, you know, all the places, or that the folks that got them would repost about it. So last year there were lots and lots of posts talking about those cards. We've got pictures from circuit of the Americas with the print runs. So we're able to tell that there was like about 3000 or 3,500 hour, 3,500, 3,500 cards of each card or whatever, something yeah. like that. So we had all those photos and it was great. And this, the, just the information wasn't there this year. So mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a, a sleeper or demand has dropped that much or nobody cares but you know here well, at nascar radio that's what, what that's what we're here and that's what we do so 
Well, you know what? I think part of it is you can't make big bucks off of it. So, you know, because that's everybody, you know, his, you know, when Formula One first hit, it was like, get rich quick. You know, and now it's the bottoms, you know, unfortunately dropped out of that. So maybe people were thinking, well, I can't really make any money if I get these cards. So who cares? You know, I don't know. Right. You well, can make a little bit too of money. Much, you know, you gotta, you're not going to make a fortune off of it. Well, don't forget, you know, we got, you're going to pay taxes and all that if you're selling on eBay and everything else. So last year there was a 30 card set. I think they was going for about a hundred dollars. So, I mean, a 10 card set, you know, should be what 30 bucks not 60 or 100 you know so i'm waiting for it to come down me too so i mean i'd love to have some but i don't need i don't need to have them right now so me either i guess it's old and being patient but <laughs> or just being old <laughs> that too <laughs> we'll leave that there all right our next segment we were talking about some of the cards in our collections maybe what they mean or some kind of significance so we're going to try a new segment here and see how it goes tell us what you think about it if you have cards that you, with your thoughts or well you know what, what we're wanting to do here is we're, here here's the gist of the whole thing is we're wanting to showcase cards from maybe i don't know see i don't know what val picked out and he doesn't know what i've picked out but i went and picked out five cards that are cards that are odd cards that we really don't talk about uh, to show Val, get his, I want to get his impression of it. You know, has he ever seen it before? Does he know anything about it? And then, you know, he, he's going to kick it back to me and I'll talk about it for a second and then we'll move on. We'll switch. So we're going to do like 10 cards is what we're going to do. And we're going to try this out. We're going to see how it goes. And like I said, we're trying to showcase different things that we don't normally talk about to, you know, to show it to you guys. And, you know, maybe you've got some or maybe it'll spark some interest for you to try to go collect this particular card or set or whatever. So we just thought it would be interesting to do this and it'd be a really cool way to get some different things out there. And we haven't come up with a name, official name for the segment yet. So, I mean, maybe a show victory lane showcase or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with a really cool name. Five memory lane. Five dollar foot long. Right, five Mary Lane, like a like a street address. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Charlotte, that for now. Five Mary Lane, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, all right, you go first. All right, I'll go first. Let me reach over here and Knock grab this some, out. Grab some cards real quick. Uh, the first card I'm going to show is from 1994, and it's a 1994 phone card that was in the finish line gold. And I think there were nine cards in this set. Here's Jeffy Poo. Uh, the, the crazy thing about those cards back then, and I can remember going to Toys R Us, and they would have a ton of finish line gold packs. And you, you could actually take the pack, and you could just kind of do this with it, and you could tell real quick if one of these cards was in there. So it was, they were easy to find. I know that's probably not the coolest thing to be doing, but you know I, I did that back then. I don't do that kind of crap now. But you could find these cards pretty easy. But you know, it's, you know, it's got a, they're limited, I think, to 3,000. And, of course, nobody, nobody uses uh, calling cards anymore to do long distance. I mean, that's a. Right. Know, I was going to say, kind of expand on that. So the, the point was the calling cards was you had prepaid minutes. Yeah. And so, you know, when you used a pay phone, you would need to either put all the change in or you need to have a prepaid phone card because you had long distance. 
wasn't a local call. So yeah, this, this was a cool little set to get. And like I said, there's only nine cards in there. So it wasn't yeah, like there was, was a wasn't, wasn't like there was a, a ton of a ton of different things you had to chase. And that was what mid nineties, right? Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. So we what do you think about that? I mean, have you seen any of these or do you have any of these? I remember your- those. I wasn't collecting or I didn't use phone cards either. I think I had a cell phone at that point, but because uh, I think there's Earnhardt and some other ones, and I always wondered about collecting that set now. Um, but yeah, because their value was kind of based on the number of minutes too. Yeah, and I think they were all two two dollars and fifty cents. I don't think there was any of them that were any different. Okay, that I'm aware of because I've got a bunch of these, and uh, they're all two fifty. All right. Uh, let's see. I don't. I don't know if you can see mine. It is the 1997 High Tech Indie Racing League. Tony Stewart. You familiar with that set? Yes, I am. That's that's a pretty cool set. That Man, came like that boxed. Yeah, it came boxed in the set. The I think it was two bricks of cards. It was a high-end set. They were cellophane. It came with a, a Viper Matchbox car, I believe. And then self, the box was cellophane and numbered, I think, out of 6,000. And so this is Tony Stewart's first trading card and was and was in that set. Uh, I've been always trying to get one of these signed by him, but uh, I haven't been able to, to do that yet. But... I think I picked this up on eBay. It was pretty cheap. It's, it's an eight or something, but um, it's a thicker stock card. And I think he has two other cards in there, but this is the only one that kind of shows. I think the other ones are his car. This is the one that kind of shows his face. So, Yes, he's got a hologram on the front as well. Oh, you're right. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, you, you just don't see those come up very often because, you know, a lot of folks just don't collect indie as much. So they're out there. They're just not popping up on eBay very often. Well, it's not a, a massively popular set. It's not mass produced. And a lot of folks don't realize that Tony Stewart's in there. And that's his, his first card. Yeah, that's true. And that is his very first card. All right. So I'm going to go like really old school here in just a second with the one I've got. This is a 1939 churchman kings of speed and it's tazio nuvarali is i think how you pronounce his name but it's a psa 8 and it's from this 1939 set this is a european card by the way and tazio he was a um he won the european championship this was pre-f1 so he was a champion in if you want to call it f1 you can but it was like pre-F1 before F1 was actually organized. But he was a champion back then. Uh, this set has like 50 cards in it. And it's more than just auto racing. You know, they have things like, you know, people in track and field and uh, aviation. Like Howard Hughes is in there. Uh, Jesse Owens is in that set. So it's a pretty cool little set. It's 50 cards. Uh, I actually have a graded set of all of these cards. But this is actually the highest population uh, for this card is a PSA 8. There's no PSA 10s in this set at all. Uh, you know, you got to think. It's amazing to me since this came from 
you know, I think England, that these cards survived World War II. It's really amazing. And here's here's the back of it if you want to see the back. Let me see if it'll focus. Yeah. Kings of Speed. W A and A C Churchman. So wow. yeah, that's a pretty cool card. What do you think about that, Val? That's pretty cool. What year is that? 1939. Wow. Year my dad was born, actually. Yeah, it's incredible that you know that those old cards survived and in, in very good condition. Mm -hmm. It is. It, it's always amazing to me that, that those pre-war cards like this have survived. And actually, like you said, they're in decent shape. That's pretty cool. Well, I have two here, I guess, on one slide, so I can go twice, and then I'll let you go, and then we'll whatever. But um, so we'll go with the one on the left first. It's uh, it's an 89 Winter Circle, Wendell Scott, but it's been autographed by Wendell. Now, I did not get this in person, but um, it's probably a story for another day, but it, it means a lot to me because it was in a find of 89 Winter Circles that I uh, was involved in. And so this reminds me of that. And that's this was one of the gems that was kind of tucked in in the 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 find of high grade nineteen eighty nine winter circles. Yeah, that card is is beautiful, and I can't imagine that Wendell Scott signed very many of those cards. So that's uh to me that is a that's a that's definitely a gem. That's a grail right there. Yeah, because I think he passed away in nineteen ninety, and he had the eighty nine winter circle, and then I think it was uh, the eighty nine max, and then the was 8990 uh, Masters of Racing. Yeah, so you put that together with with the find and and that means a lot to me and uh and again Wendell Scott and the, his significance to racing. Yep, one of our heroes. Yep. And then the one on the right is the 1972 Fred Lorenzen autographed and you know my my story is is getting this autograph because uh, he was having some issues and needed ass assistance that he was in uh, a, a assisted living, I guess, facility. And when he was getting ready to go in the hall of fame, you know, I was trying to work on a sign set and uh, I had contacted his daughter. His daughter was on Facebook at the time and I was, you know, chatting with her and, you know, possibly about trying to get a card autographed. And um, she said, you know, to send it to her, which I did. But then I also found a great uh, magazine from the, I guess it was from early 70, 71. But the article was about Fred Lorenzen coming back because he had retired, but coming back and teaming up with Andy Granatelli and the STP car. And so I sent that with the, with the card to uh, get it autographed. And so she sent me back uh, the card autograph and said that uh, he really enjoyed the article. That's cool. So, yeah. So I meant, I meant a lot. Yeah. That's, that's also to me, a grail card right there too, Val. That's there's, I, I don't think there's very many of those out there like that, especially the rarity of that particular card. Cause as we all know, the Fred Lorenzen and then the Fred Lorenzen with Carr, 
uh, or two of the rarest cards in that set. So that's a that's a great great card right there. I love that card. So those are two of mine. If you if you want to go. All right. So the next thing I have is um, I think this is from nineteen. Trying to remember the year of this particular card. I think it's 1992. It's like a collector card, uh, Andretti racing set. But they had these gold autos of like, I think Mario Andretti, Michael Andretti, Jeff Andretti, and John Andretti. There were four different autos now. I think they're all limited to 250 each. And I've got a Michael Andretti. And uh, my my LCS actually pulled this card and they back then and uh, I made a deal with them and got it from, cause I'd never seen one. I don't think I've ever seen one since I'm sure they're out there. There's 250 of each one of these, but it's a, uh, it's a pretty neat card and, and it's limited. Like I said, it's limited to 250. If you look on the back, um, I think it tells it tells you on there somewhere. Oh yeah. The very top 24 karat gold autograph is one of only 250 produced. So, and you just didn't see these cards. I mean, I, you know, this is back when cards were going crazy in 92. Yeah. So it was mass, mass produced. So even though it was, you know, 250 and there's, you know, so many of them, it wasn't like it was one per case. It's probably one per multiple cases back then. Yeah. Just so much. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But, uh, it's, it's, it's one of my, one of my more prized cards just because it's so rare. You just don't see these things every day. I'm sure Ken is going to see this now. He's going to go, I want to get that card, man. I got to get that card. <laughs> Probably got to pick up some wax cheap. I don't know. Try to hunt for one, but that's, it's a gorgeous with that gold auto. Yeah, it is. So yeah, that was a, that's a really cool card. Yeah. On that um, black background is really, really pops. Yeah, it does. It, it, pop, it pops very, very well. All right, so the next card I'm going to show, I'm going to go, I'm going big with this one. I got to reach down to go get it here. And uh, this is like a T3 size. This is, I think, a 1999, yeah, 1999 Coca-Cola Racing Family card. As you can see, it's huge. And um, you got these cards. I got these actually in Daytona from 7-Eleven. You had to buy two. 20 ounce cokes that's why it says go 220 on there that's how you got one you got one card for buying two 20 ounce plastic bottles of coke but uh they just had them sitting there and i asked the dude can i have some oh yeah and i just grabbed a handful of them so i've got i've got the whole set there's a it's a set of six cards i think you've got like bill elliott in there uh, ricky rudd is in there jeff burton I'm trying to remember the other ones. Kyle Petty is another one. Um, but yeah, these are, uh, these are, I don't know that they're tough, but this one is a, is a 10. So for me to get this in Daytona, put it in my luggage to fly home and get it home without any kind of top loaders and it's still a 10, I think I did pretty good. <laughs> you did amazing. Now, who makes that? Is that Upper Deck or who? Co Co no, it's, no, it's just, just Coca Cola. Oh, okay. There's no manufacturer on it. See, it's got the Coca-Cola. Yeah. That's awesome. I wish more companies would do promotions like that. I, I do too, man. I really do. I, I miss these days where, where they had promotions. And of course, you know, there's other Coca-Cola sets from that same era that, you know, like from uh, 
AutoZone and let's see, there's a hotel, I forget who it is, um, that made some car, had some cards that they gave away. But yeah, that's a real cool card. Very nice. Yeah, thought I'd show that one. All right. All right. One of the one that I have is the National Treasures, Jimmy Johnson. And it's the Twitter and Facebook part of the Facebook logo. Guys, too bad they cut that Facebook logo off, but that's still really cool, man. Yeah, we, we talk about it all the time, like, well, there's plenty of room to, to put one of the other logos on there. But uh, since, you know, I'm primary on Twitter, I was always wanted to get one with the uh, Twitter logo. So I think it was a year or two ago I, I got that. So it's that's one in the, my personal collection. All right, cool. I like that card a lot. And of course, it is a seven-time champ, so you can't can't go wrong with that card. Yeah, all yeah, all the other above that I just yeah I didn't mention, but yes. All right. So last but not least, the my last card is from 1985. Keep that in mind. It's night. It's a 1985 NASCAR card. Think about that. And it's not it's not Sports Star photographics or anything like that. It's you a promo guess? Card. It's a promo. Yeah. Can you guess? It's a pro. It's a promo card. It is uh, Quincy's. You are correct. This is the Quincy's card they gave away, I assume, at Quincy's. It's got 1985 on the back, but it says, I think it says 1986 on the front. It, it does, but the copyright on the back is actually 19, 1985. They gave these away. You know, Alec Kowicki, you know, he was sponsored by Quincy's. He was an upstart at that point in time in his career. And, uh, this big big league uh, card company that made cards like this. You could get your own cards made by this company back then. Uh, they had these made, and it's it's a pretty cool card. I mean, it's got, uh, you know, it sh of course, it shows Alan Kowicki, driver, team owner, Quincy Steakhouse Racing Team. You can contact Tom or Joan Roberts at that phone number. That's a Nashville phone number or Middle Tennessee, 615. Uh, Rookie Challenger Special K, as, as they call him. But you, you don't see very many of these cards. I, I've had this card for a long, long time. I had to take it out of my, my showcase a while ago to, so I could show you guys. But I, I thought this was really neat. You just don't see them very often. Um, I love this card. It's, they're rare. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a card that's on a lot of people's want list but doesn't come around often. So I, I know about it, and it's on one of my, you know, on my list. But I have not stumbled across one. So very nice. Yeah, if, if we um if we do this in the future, which I'm sure we'll do more of these same kind of segments, I've got another one kind of like this that's of a different driver that's absolutely amazing. Okay. And then my last one is the 2011 Wheels Element Chase Elliott rookie uh, number, number nine out of 25. And... Uh, red red version so it's limited to 25 and this is probably one of the the biggest cards that i've ever pulled myself and so that's uh that's kind of its its significance to me so all you people out there looking for the number nine red car number wah, wah, wah. it's been pulled you may not have known it but now you know it it's out there that's a cool card man you know, when I pulled, I don't know when I pulled it, it was a few years ago. I think he was in Xfinity at the time and uh, wasn't in the nine car yet, but I knew, you know, he had raised nine and 
build race nine. So, but just the fact that getting a limited to 25 uh, and, and being packed pool again, for folks that have longtime listeners, the only way to get those autographed undiscovered elements is from the hobby boxes. And it's, there's a silver pack on the top of each box inside cellophane. Um, those will have a autograph undiscovered element or a black parallel of the set number to 35. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, all. man. Yeah. You did. You, it was, that was your lucky day. You should have head headed to Vegas at, at that point. As soon as you pulled that card. That, that was, a un, that was an unopened case. That was the first box I pulled out of that case. And that was, uh, the, the first first one that I got uh, was that one. So I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I would have been, I don't know. I, you, you probably couldn't have pulled me down from the ceiling. I would have been up there so high. I, say, I still remember exactly where I was as kitchen table. I remember what seat I was at and everything. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty cool. So It is cool, man. Anyway, uh, so I think that's all we have for that segment. Yep. So I hope you guys like this segment. If you do, uh, comment and let us know what you think about it. Uh, it's something we thought of to do. Um, just and we, I think we'll do it again because there's so many one-offs and so many uh, rare cards and cards people don't think about that we will show those and we'll do this again. Yeah. Let us know uh, positive, negative about that. If there's some sets or a set that you want more information about. Let us know if we haven't covered it. We will uh, do the research and present it for everybody. So, again, it doesn't have to be high dollar cards. It's just, you know, if you've listened to the show over the last years, you know, we've done anywhere from the 2003 Tops E Tops set to, I think it was the cards that came with the Matchbox cards. And we've done the 72 STP and A3 Uno and you know, all kinds of stuff. So if there's some sets you want to know about, let us know. We'll, we'll, um, we did the, um, power deck upper deck cars. Those are really cool. So mm -hmm. spread, shine some light on some of these older sets. It's more about collecting than necessarily, you know, the value. So of course we all want to see our cards increase in value, but we want it to be a slow climb and, and not a escalated quickly for a quick drop off. So, no, we don't want it to be like uh, Ron Burgundy and Brick. That escalated quickly. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think so. I think that's all we got. Yeah, that's it, man. So, um, is it, what else you want to talk about? Uh, I was gonna say, is there anything else? The uh, tops, the Formula One tops. Now they have one card out there, which was Max's victory, and there's a parallel of that. Uh, if you're looking, Golden has a bunch of racing auctions out there. I don't want to take a lot of ton of time on those, but there's a bunch of tops nows out there as well as uh, some early Lewis Hamiltons. We'll, there's a lot of days left on those, but we'll, maybe we'll cover them next week and also when they close to see how the prices are doing. So I think some of the rare stuff is still bringing big, big money. I think the more common stuff is dropping a little, which, you know, makes sense. Yeah, very true. 
Well, I think it's time to, to put a coin in the jukebox. You know, that music gives me time to get a swig of sweet tea. <laughs> awesome. From my sweet, from my Chick-fil-A cup. Anyway, this week's King's Court. It's kind of a weird one this week. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, I'm going to start out with an honorable mention. This was on the 17th of May. It's a complete set of 50 Richard Petty 1991 tracks cards, and they're all signed and they're PSA DNA encapsulated. So that's in itself, I think, is really neat. You're getting 50 Richard Petty autographs. They were asking $1,500 for this. They settled on a best offer of $1,200. So that's like, what, $24 a card or something like that for, for the king? Oh, How much was it, $1,200? $1,200 divided by 50 $24. $24. Now, it's interesting because I know exactly who sold this. Oh, do you really? Yes. And I don't know if I should say this or not, but uh, over on the PSA message boards, uh, you can get in with some of the guys. We'll do bulk submission, autograph submissions to PSA and, and get a, a good price on uh, the authentication there. So. Um, he probably doubled, probably doubled his money. So not, that's also not including the card. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Zoom in on that for a second. Hold on and see what you got. And we see need the head. one with the, uh, where's the one with him holding him, the king with the crown. Is that uh, on the bottom, in the, on the bottom right corner? Oh, there it is right there. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That's a cool card right there. Just in itself. Yep. And you but, notice it says trading card on there. It doesn't say you have to pay extra if you want them to authenticate the card. Yes. So this, this right. So that um, bulk submission is making sure that the autograph is authentic and it is a legit trading card, but the trading card has not been graded. Correct. But yeah, that's cool. You know, everybody knows uh, how much I love the king. And I saw that and I said, um, that I, I've got to include that. So that's pretty cool. I think I got to a, re, a very reasonable price. I mean, you're getting 50 autos for 1200 bucks. You're paying $24 an auto. I mean, it's going to cost you, I don't know what the going rate is now for uh, PSA DNA authentication, but um, you know, it's, it, you, you got, whoever got this, I think got a good deal, honestly. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad. I mean, it's at least fifteen dollars, at least I think. Yeah, to, I think they did okay. So uh, then, even if you had this set, you could send two autographs through the mail. He'll he'll sign them, but it'll take yep. you a, a few to request twenty five requests to to get that signed. It, so. it would, but you could do it. You could. Yep. Very cool. All right. So next up is our Joker of the Week. Oh my God, this one just kills me. This was on the 15th of May. It's 1999. What it says is 1999 Press Pass NASCAR racing cards signed by 30 NASCAR greats. Dale Earnhardt Sr. 
all of these cards are autographed from 1999. Um, most of them are like the press pass signings and things like that. But here's the sad part about this. On the back, when they had this done, they actually taped the cards to the back of the of the of the uh, board there. So those cards are literally taped on. They didn't put them in any kind of uh, sleeves or anything. They literally just taped them on there. And I can't imagine whoever had this done had that done on purpose or didn't know. I just don't know what. But, I mean, there's a Dale Earnhardt Sr. autograph there, which that one by itself is probably a $1,500 card. Yeah, you can see the tape. So if you look at the middle of the card, you can see the tape. It looks like about an inch on each side. Yeah, it, it really makes me sick that, that this happened to these cards. So now really, effectively, you're just buying autographs. You're not buying the card. You know, you're just buying an autograph. But here, here's what it went for. They were asking $999.95 for this. Okay. It They accepted a best offer of $500. And like I said, that Earnhardt card by itself, if it wasn't taped in there, is easily a $1,500 card or maybe maybe more than that. So that's $16.60 a card. A card. So it's called 17 Yeah. So, yeah, it's just... When I saw that, I mean, there's nothing funny about it. Is it odd? Yes. Is it sad? Very. <laughs> well, the the Earnhardt and the Gordon, the Stewart. Stewart. I mean, those are the biggies right there. Then, then you've got some other Hall of Famers in there. You've got Mark Martin and Rusty and, uh, you know, those guys uh, that, it just, oh, it just, yeah, Elliot. Yeah, it just, it's, it, friends it, it, don't it, let friends tape cards to the back of, oh, mats, no of a picture mat, matting. Yeah, that, that mat board. And I mean, it looks, it's a great presentation piece. And that's all it's going to be now from now on. I mean, you know, they spent, they spent 500 bucks on this thing. You know, that's probably okay. Um, you know, you could take those autographs now and they could cut them and put them on other cards now if they wanted. That's the only good thing they would be for. Actually, that's a, a good thing. Maybe uh, Panini bought it. Yeah, maybe Panini bought it to cut them and, <laughs> and put them on cards. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I was I was really saddened to see that. I mean, it's, it's really cool looking, but at the end of the day, it's tragic. <laughs> it's tragic. Okay. Yeah. All right, so next up is our Jack of the Week. This was also on the 15th of May. It's 2022. Tops F1, Logan. Great name, by the way. Sergeant, number three of five. It's a it says it's a true red SSP. Now, three of five. Three of five, yeah, buddy. And that's a cool-looking card. But uh, they were asking $1,199.90 for this card. They settled on a best offer of $450 for this. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's it's out of five. It's number three of five. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he can um, bring bring the Williams team back to prominence. Uh, so who knows? 
but uh, I like him because we have the, we share the same name. So uh, that, that's that's my big connection. Plus, he's from the United States. He is the only U.S. driver driving in F1 right now. So pretty cool card. I like the way it looks. It's a beautiful card. Uh, I think it may be a little high priced for that, but, you know, still cool. Yeah, I think it pops with that red border with the red stripe in the background and the, and the black and blue stripe. It definitely is. It's a nice looking card. Yeah, you know, I just bought, you know, going off on what I just, I bought a green of this same card. Uh, it's out of 75 for $15. So, just saying. Yep. And I like the green. I'm going to get it graded. But uh, yeah, cool card. So let's move on to our queen of the week. This is on the 14th of May. It's a Tony Breidinger rookie card. It says it's a BGS boy. And check this out. It's a 1010. Wow. It's a double, double dime, man. Um, and you, and you just don't see pristine tens. It was almost a black label. It, 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 if the surface was just a little bit better, it could have been a black label, I guess. But, um, uh, this was sold out of Canada. So I'm going to do a little, little calculating here. They were asking $650 Canadian, which translates to $483 U.S. They accepted a best offer, and this is kind of weird to me, of $625 Canadian, which is only $25 less, which is $465 U.S. So that's a lot of money for wow. Tony Breidinger. And I like what they say in the, in the description. 10 condition, 10 auto. Model turned NASCAR driver. No, it's the other way around. She's a NASCAR driver. Then she signed a contract with Victoria's Secret. So it's, yeah, they must have been reading that article where it said Victoria's Secret model to race in the truck series, and it's like yeah, uh, it, no, she's she's a she's a, a NASCAR truck driver who is also a Victoria's Secret model. Signed a contract for model. Yeah, they make it sound like oh, just some. Victoria's Secret model just decided she's going to drive a truck and in the race. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I, I think that's a little high. In fact, I think that's a lot high for that card. But you know, it, it is it is a gold card, and it is a ten ten. So maybe maybe I'm off base with that. Um, because you, again, you just don't see those ten tens, especially from Beckett. You see a lot of them with PSA, but you just don't see those with BGS. Right. So so maybe it is worth that kind of money. I don't know. I, I Time will tell. Time will tell. You know, for me, if I'm going to spend, we've talked about it before, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I'm getting me an Earnhardt or a Jeffy Poo auto. That's really hard to get. So, but anyway, all right. So moving on from this card, uh, our King of the Week. This was also on the 14th of May. And our King is the King. It says it's a very rare, which it is, I'm not going to dispute that. 1972 STP Richard Petty. Uh, that's not the best picture of a card. And what do you notice about that? Right, Stay right there, Val. Go back up to his head. What do you notice yellow, right there? The yellow halo. The halo. Yeah, the, we've seen yeah. that before. On yeah, cards. on the PSA 9 that's out there somewhere. Yeah, there's a PSA 9, and it's got a halo just like that. Yeah, so the right-hand side of his head, that edge next to his hair and, and ear, is there, there's a yellow... I don't know how it was an eighth, eighth, eighth of a of a meter. I mean, eighth it's, of an inch. It's, um, it's, it's itty bitty. Yeah. 
But, you know, looking at that card, I mean, I think that card's probably maybe a PSA 5, maybe. Yeah, it looks like it got some edge. It's got some, it's got some chipping issues on the edge. Uh, the back, I don't Is there any of those brown spots on the back of that like we've seen in the past? Doesn't you look see, like it. Just, just worn corners. It's just worn and the side, the edges are worn. Yeah, it's probably about a five is what I'd probably grade that as. Maybe, you know, on a good day, maybe a five and a half. I don't know. But anyway, uh, with that being said, it went out for bidding. And it went for $1,414 with four bids. A wow. raw card. Which will probably be, like I said, probably be a, a PSA five. Very nice. So that's amazing. That, and that's not the best picture of that card. Yeah, you would think if you got, I don't know what the minimum started with, if it was a thousand or twelve hundred, that they would have got a better scan up there. I think it was a thousand with what it started at. Yeah. Um, but again, you just don't see these cards very often. And I guess people are getting to a point now where, when, where whenever they see one, it's like, oh, I better try to get that card. And they bid it up, you know, to try to get one. So, because they're rare. They're very rare. It's a cool card, man. Congrats to whoever got it. I mean, I th do I think you overpaid? Probably not. I think it's that rare that it, I think it commands that price, maybe even more. Always a good candidate if it comes back or if it's a, whatever to get it signed. So, yeah. And it's, it's also a NASCAR Glamour card and it's also a NASCAR Mount Rushmore card. So, this is, this is a card you want want to have if you're serious about nascar this is a card you want yeah this is what the 52 mantle yeah this is our 52 mantle i, I would say yeah i'm, I'm good I, I like that analogy i agree with that okay all right so next up is our ace of the week which is our one of one hey <laughs> bell snoring yeah uh this was on the 11th of may it's a 2022 tops chrome f1 Black Ray Wave Refractor. Say that fast 10 times. Ray um, Wave Refractor. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton, one-on-one, of course. It's a PSA 9. And this card went out for bidding, which is rare for stuff like this anymore. Yeah. People people float a big number out there and then see who's going to buy it, if anybody, and then they take the best offer they get. But it went out for bidding. It went for $2,500 with 131 bids wow yeah but it's a cool looking card man i like that card yeah black borders a nine is is good yeah oh black borders keep on yeah. black. i gotta remember that <laughs> as a good song yeah yeah all right so yeah but that's that's a cool card like i said with black borders you know, it's tough to get a 10, as we all know, because everybody out here, I'm sure, has been collecting forever, and they know how tough black border stuff is. But black it's a chrome. nice, yeah, it's it's a chrome card. But it's pretty. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Okay, so next up is our Royal Flush of the Week. And all right. This was also on the 11th. The 2020 Tops Chrome F1 Sapphire Sebastian Vettel Red 2 of 5. And it's a PSA 9. Number 9. Number 9. 
And they were asking for $9,499.99. They didn't get that. They settled on the best offer of $4,999. So this card went for five grand. Wow. Basically. Wow. Coming out of the Sapphire boxes. Yeah. So, but I like this card. I like the way it looks. It presents well. You know, he's got the red uh, Ferrari fire suit, and you you've got the red. Uh, it just it just looks really nice. It's, it it presents very well. Sure does. Very nice. But yeah, I like that card a lot. Um, do I think it's worth five grand? Well, you know me, I'm Mr. Cheapo, so I I don't think it's worth five grand, but you know whoever bought it thought it was and that's what's important so congrats to whoever got it and that's a cool card and that is all i have for king's court for this week all right thank you very much some You're pretty well. cool ones there mm -hmm. all right uh anything else before we wrap up here uh i don't i can't think of anything except for hashtag skid marks top freaking gibbs and hashtag slab fire so we have the two races the truck race and the all-star race uh f1's off or f1's canceled any cars next week is memorial day weekend so we only have the two all right so it'll be good. It'll be it'll be a good weekend. The All Star Race. I, I always look forward to the All Star Race. So it'll be interesting to see him go back to North Wilkesboro. Uh, I'm proud for Dale Jr. for getting all that arranged and worked so hard on it to make it happen. Uh, I think NASCAR really needs that. You know, it kind of gets them back to the roots there and mm -hmm. some of the history. So it only makes sense for the 75th year to to do some of that. So agreed. Yeah, because they were talking about how Bruton bought half of it and somebody else bought half of it and they moved the dates out to different tracks. So, yeah, I think the guy who used to own New Hampshire was it Bill Bayer or somebody like that who used to own New Hampshire? They they each went into that back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the guy sold it to the both of them. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, I, I guess that's it. Again, thanks everybody for watching and uh listening to the podcast we appreciate it very much hope everybody has a great safe weekend we'll be back next week uh with the results from wilkesboro and i uh, guess we'll have to find uh, some other good topics to talk about next week as well anything else you're just waving i'm just waving man all right well again for me and logan thanks for watching we'll see you next week we're out of here